Good evening and welcome to another episode of Dazed and Confused, my three times a week live show where I chat to you about social media, about video and all the stuff that you can be doing for free, my second favourite four-letter word in the entire world. So today we're going to be talking about the fact that it is Cherry Month because I want to ask you the question, have you popped your cherry yet? So today we're going to be talking about World Radio Day something very close to my heart. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. Uh, first things first, though, before I talk about anything else, I want to uh, tell you who on earth I am and what I right I have to be sat here telling you anything. Uh, well, I'm Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. We're an award-winning visual marketing agency, and we help brands and businesses create content that makes them stand out on social media. Now, that could be video, animation, all sorts of different types of stuff. But a few years ago, it became very obvious to me that not every brand and business necessarily had the budget to pay for content to be created consistently. But we all know that for organic growth on social media, consistency is a bit of a key word. So how can you create content for your brand, for your business, without taking up too much time away from you delivering what it is that you do and selling your products, but also still being able to talk to people and market yourself and help people understand what value your brand has got to give? So I sat down and went through a process that I'd used myself over the years. I'd used it with clients. I'd spoken about it on stage. And I turned it into a book and called it How to Nine Times Your Social Media. And basically, it's a process of creating lots of content by making the content you've already got work harder for you, by repurposing it, turning it into other content. And that book did all right. It went to number one, and that was cool and stuff. And you can still get hold of a copy of it right now in the bargain bins if you fancy it for 99p. Go and click on the link in the section below for Amazon right now. But if you don't want to go buy it, that's fine. That's cool. Just check out my content on a regular basis. These are live three times a week. I go live chatting to you and answering your questions. Also, all my content on every single social media channel is all about giving you enough value so that you can start creating content yourself. That's what I want. I want you to be making content for your brand, for your business for free till you get to the point where you need somebody to help you out and do it. And then hopefully you will maybe come and have a chat. And if you don't, you don't. It's not the end of the world. Uh, so first things first, uh, should we say hello to a few people, see who's joined us? Uh, we've got some people watching on LinkedIn, I see, and also on, let's have a look on Twitch as well. Uh, and also we've got Ed, who's joined us this evening on Facebook. Thank you very much for joining us, Ed. Um, disappointing result the other day for Leeds, but um, I thought you were on for a good comeback at some point. So yeah, and you're still doing better than Liverpool. Um, let's have a look. Uh, he's also said some stuff about cherries and Valentine's Day. We won't go there. Um, and yes, the, the, the big, the, yeah, the book did all right. Whatever. Anyway, right. We're going to talk about people popping their cherries tonight. So yeah, I want to chat to you, not necessarily about the cherry that you are assuming I'm possibly talking to you about. It is cherry month, which is why we're talking about this. So there is a tenuous link there. But I want to know, have you popped your cherry in 2021 yet? If you've never done video or you haven't done any video this year, have you thought about popping your 2021 video cherry? Specifically live video. But let's be honest, any form of video would be a good start. But live video is a really great thing to be looking at. Now, the reason I'm talking about this this week is because last week was Freelance Writers Appreciation Month and uh, week, sorry. And so I was talking all about blogging and how you can blog for yourself and make your blog get in front of more people. 
But one of the great things about a blog, and I said this last week, is that a blog is a doorway to content because it helps you get everything that you want to say about a specific subject matter down in front of you, whether it's in bullet form or whatever. You've got the whole story there. You've got it written down. You've done it. You've got everything that you want to say out of your head and you've got it down and you've got it in front of people to consume as well as a piece of great value-based content. The great thing about the blog, though, is that if you are willing to sit there and set up your phone in landscape, not portrait, please, unless you're going to put it out on Instagram TV or on Snapchat or TikTok. But let's face it, pretty much everywhere, you can film it that way and then edit it to fit those other platforms anyway. So film it in landscape. But anyway, we're going to talk about creating that video content because the blog will help you with that. Like I say, you've got everything you want to say down, whether it's on a piece of paper or on a written blog on a website on Medium, on Tumblr, wherever it is. So if you've got that story straight in your head, you already know what you're going to say when you either do a live video or when you do a recorded piece of content. Now, the reason I am so passionate about live, there's a few reasons. Number one, the platforms love it. So those platforms that have live video available to their audience members, people like LinkedIn, Twitch, Periscope, YouTube, Facebook, if you use that tool, they are going to reward you for doing so, especially if you can keep people watching your content for a longer period of time, because that means they're on your website or on their website for a longer period of time. So they really like that. So live video is a really great tool for that. Also, if you can keep them watching for a longer period of time, they will feed out to a huge audience or a potential huge audience as well, not just the people who follow you, but people who might actually like some of the stuff that you're talking about by looking at the title and the description that you've written to go out on that live. So the platforms do love live content. They'll also feed it out to people once you've gone live as well. So that's really, really great. And the most important reason for me is that you can't keep pressing stop, start, stop, start, stop, start when you're not happy about how it's going. If you make a mistake, that's it. It's there. You just move on to the next thing that you want to say. If you make a mistake, it's not the end of the world. And live video will really help teach you that because mistakes happen. You will stumble over words. Nobody is the perfect presenter, not even Philip Schofield, and certainly not Holly Willy Wally Booby. So I want you to consider live video as the the stop that you need to take next. I know it's massively daunting. And video as a whole is a hugely daunting thing. And if it's a problem for you, you really need to sit down with somebody like myself or somebody local to you who can try and help you overcome some of those fears. But in the meantime, we'll help you still continue to create video content because video content is so powerful for a business and for a brand. But if you can get over that, I'm going to look like a knobhead in the back of your head and do a live video or record a video and not keep pressing stop, start, stop, start, you are onto an absolute winner because you can put that content out for people to consume and get some serious value from. But also, it is the next step in the how to nine times your social media pr process. So you've done a blog, you've done a live video or a long format recorded video. You can then take that piece of content and turn it into multiple pieces of content. So this is something I do with all of my lives. I edit out the main subject matter, turn that into a short form piece of video. I say short form, like about eight or nine minutes. 
Then I take out all the questions that you ask and turn those into short form videos, which are like two or three minutes long. So then I end up like with four, maybe five pieces of content from one 20 minute live. Plus then I have the 20 minute live. So that's piece of content number six. Plus then I can take the audio off that. So I've got a podcast. So that's piece of content number seven. Then I have the blog. That's number eight. And then I have the quotes and everything else that I've used in there. That's like nine, 10, 11, 12, possibly 13 pieces of content from one live. And I go live three times a week. That's 39 pieces of content just from my lives. How cool is that? And you could be doing exactly the same thing. So last week we talked about blogs. This week we are going to talk about popping your cherry on the video front. Nothing else and not popping cherry literally while you're yeah, you get where I'm going with this. Don't pop your cherry on video and then post it on YouTube. Number one, it'll get flagged. And number two, yeah, you, it's not a pretty thing, is it? Let's be honest. Anyway, right, let's um, let's move on from that, shall we? If you've got any questions, whatever platform you're watching on, Twitch, Periscope, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, stick them into the comments. I will do my best to answer them this evening. If they come in after the live and maybe you're watching the replay right now or listening to the podcast, don't forget you can stick questions still in the comments right now or you can drop me an email my link is in the section below and we can answer them in the next live speaking of which i've had a few emails come through talking about video content so let's move on to some of those questions in just a moment and let's have a quick look and see what's happening on the uh, comments uh, let's have a look what ed said here and um, once you've got you write a blog, you've got everything you want to say in a video already written down. So it's kind of a two jobs done in one. Exactly what I was saying. You've got something to read off when you're doing a video or a live. Works for me all the time. Now, one of the things I would err on the side of caution with, with what Ed's just said, and it is right, is reading your blog. Don't sit and read it when you're doing video because, number one, you won't be talking to the audience. You'll be sat reading your blog. What is better for you is to, this is one of the, Little tips I give in my book, in fact, is write down what you want to say in bullet format. So bullet point it and write it on post-it notes and then stick those post-it notes onto the screen of your, your phone. It serves two points then. Number one, you don't end up reading a long, long blog and not talking to the audience who are here. They're not anywhere else. The next great thing is that it helps give you structure that you can keep glancing back to. And also it covers your glorious face, which will be up on the screen on your phone in a big way and makes you actually talk to the lens rather than talking to yourself on the screen. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Um, interesting question from you are the boy over on uh, Twitch. We'll, uh, We'll give that a, a miss, but uh, thank you very much for your question. You are the boy. Um, and let's have a look. Ed McIntyre is asking, uh, which camera position? Um, I mean, headshot, body shot, what, whatever. Um, normally, you work on what's called the rule of a third. Um, right now, I'm taking up a third of the screen. I have lots of other things going on. Um, yes, you can have a rule of a third over here and a rule of a third over there. Uh, but generally, that only works when you're doing a talking head like this if you've got other things that you want to come up on the screen. So if I was over here, for example, getting the right side, and then I had lots of like PDFs or PNGs coming up on screen around here, that would that would work. So uh, yeah, anyway. Right, shall we move on to more questions? Uh, let's have a look. So Sam asked the question, uh, how do I overcome the fear of being on camera? I think we've 
kind of covered that. Um, I'm not a mindset coach by any stretch of the imagination. There are some great mindset coaches out there. Uh, George Swift, Siobhan Booth, uh, Tommy Gentleman, just to name a few that I know. Darren uh, Toms, absolutely fantastic. Really, really cool guy. And some amazing content as well out there about overcoming the fear of being on camera and talking to your audience, specifically if you're doing international speaking. So if you're from another country and English maybe isn't your first language, really well worth going to check him out. But overcoming your fear is understanding what you're going to be talking about. The biggest fear for most people comes from the fact that they don't know what they're going to say. They don't know what they're going to be talking about on camera. So you overcome that fear by planning. And your plan in this case is your blog, because your blog will then help you overcome that fear of not knowing what you're going to talk about, because you've got it all written down already. You're already a voice of authority in a written format. Just take out those key points that you want to get across, bullet point them, stick them on those post-it notes, stick it on your screen, and then tell your story. Introduce yourself, do your piece of content, have a call to action. That is essentially your live. You can do it. Trust me, Sam, you definitely can do it. Uh, Jenny is asking a question, uh, which is quite an interesting one, and I've kind of skated over it today. Uh, once I've done a live, what should I do with it then? So, once you've done a live video or any form of video content, it doesn't have to be a live video piece of content, what would you do with it then? The thing is, is that you could leave it sat on your Facebook page, whatever, wherever you're going to post it, and fine, you can point people towards it and a few people might come and watch. But what would be better is if you could take out key elements from that particular live, perhaps say some bullet point moments that you might have said something and take those out and turn those into short form video content. Now your live's going to be maybe 10 minutes long when you do your first one, maybe even slightly shorter. So 10 minutes long, a bit of that's intro, a bit of that's outro. So you've got maybe six minutes in the middle of content. You could probably find a 60 second piece you could chop out maybe four of those or five of those that you could chop out and turn into short form content that you can then post on lots of different platforms because TikTok will take up to 60 seconds. Instagram will take up to 60 seconds. You could even chop out a 15 second piece and turn it into a different aspect ratio and turn it into an Instagram reel. You could put stuff out on Snapchat. You could put a video out on Twitter. There's lots and lots of different places you could post short form content. So think about editing stuff out of it. But also, don't forget, you have the audio. With a bit of editing, and it will require editing, but with a bit of editing, you could turn it into a podcast. Now, it is not a true podcast in the true sense of the word where it's purely recorded audio. I've spoke about this in the past, and um, I'm a firm believer that, yeah, the true meaning of the word podcast is purely audio and not video. But it is still a podcast. If you take the audio off it from a video, it's still a podcast. You can still post it onto podcasting tools, things like SoundCloud or um, Spreaker or um, Audio Pod, I think it is, or iTunes or Spotify or Google and all these other places. So there's lots and lots of things you can do once you've done a piece of video content. And if you're not too sure how to do a lot of this stuff, go and speak to an agency. Speak to someone like me, speak to someone like my agency, speak to somebody who's local to you, speak to anybody who understands editing content and repurposing it into more content for you so you've got more stuff to play with. That's the whole point of doing most of this yourself is that you don't have necessarily masses of budget to have content created all the time, so you do a lot of it yourself to, number one, create a connection between you and your audience because then they can see you and you are the person selling the product that you do 
but also it saves you a bit of money because then you can create content from what you're creating. Um, so hopefully that helps you, Jenny. But there's loads of stuff that you can do with live video. And you just need to think outside the box a little bit. And uh, let's have a quick look. See here, um, Mark, uh, there's no way in hell I'm doing videos or being on a video at least. What can I do instead? Mark, go and chat to a, a local agency. There are great tools out there that could maybe help you create some content, but generally go and chat to somebody. They might not help you get overcome the, the fear of doing video yourself, but there's a lot of things that you could do with your blog that could turn it into video content because video is still a really powerful tool. Even if you're not on the video itself, you can still create some great video content uh, using the editing skills of people like myself or somebody local to you. Um, there are tools out there that can help you a little bit. If you're just willing to do audio, you could use a tool called Headliner, which will make an audiogram, like a waveform video for you. There is Lumen5, which will take key points out of your blog and turn those into videos. Um, but try and get somebody who knows what they're doing to kind of help you out just a little bit as you go forwards. Shouldn't cost you an absolute arm and a leg, maybe like three, four hundred pound a month to have them help you create loads of content from your blog content. Um, and yeah, that would probably be the best way forwards for now. And then look at having more done as you get further down the line. Okay, right. I'm going to uh, disappear. I think I think that's everything on the question front. Let's have a look. Uh, Okay, yeah, that's about it. So thank you very much for watching today. If you are brand new, whatever platform you're watching on, it would be amazing if you could hit the subscribe button, whether you're on Twitch or Periscope, YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook. And if you're on YouTube or Facebook, you could even hit the notification bell so you never, ever miss on another live piece of content uh, when I go live. I will be back again on Wednesday around about lunchtime-ish uh, when I'll be going live then. Um, and if you've got any questions, now you're watching the replay maybe or the podcast, email them through to me or stick them in the comments and I will answer them in the next live. Until then, though, thank you very much for watching. Stay subscribed. Share this content with everybody that you know so that more people can get value from this and we can keep building the community and getting more and more questions coming in. But until Wednesday, in these weird times, I'll continue to say it. Please continue to stay safe and have a good one. I'll see you soon. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.